Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. The crew is back in town. The crew yeah, we're, we're all town. back. I, I don't Did we mention that you were out and about moving? So welcome back. Hopefully everything went well for you. Did, how was your fourth? Did you get to do anything? Uh, that's a great question. No. <laughs> no, we, uh, we, what did we do? That's a great. Uh, we ate uh, hot dogs. We went mm-hmm. and got some gotta, of those vegan it. hot dogs from Trader Joe's. Very, very good. America. Um, we, um, yeah, we didn't do anything. Yeah, that was it. How was your, was your fourth and everything? I, I mean, I assume you talked about it on the podcast, but yeah, I assume we that did it was a great. lot of, um, we saw a lot of fireworks we were discussing, how fireworks constantly, I mean, I, people have been celebrating the fourth since about, march around Mm. here it seems like we really love the fourth of july we like to light a lot of fireworks and and we like to do it at two in the morning which is even better that's when i feel most patriotic when i wake up in the middle of the night (laughs) yeah you know the fireworks are going off that's when i'm the most excited so it was a lot of it was more of that this morning i heard them at 3 a.m so that was me up (laughs) (laughs) yep it doesn't stop it's 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 every every day yeah we we live in the in the middle of the middle of the city and it was the same. It was like 11 o'clock and, you know, fireworks are, you can't even see them. I don't know where they're going off, but it's like pop, pop. And, and it had, had the numbers. Like, is that a gunshot? Is that a gunshot? Like, what say, is going on? Maybe it's well, gunshots. Yeah. It's maybe it's gunshot. gunshot. No, when you're in America, if you're, if you're not sure if it's a firework or a gunshot, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> what is, ah, ah. I was like, so like, I couldn't, I didn't fall asleep probably until one because it was just like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm looking out the, I'm looking out the window. You know, I'm just like, you know, you know you're getting old when you're just like. Come on, kids! Who's out there? Like, get out! Get, who's out there? Go to bed! Go to bed! Go to You're bed! You're running out on, with the broom. <laughs> that's me. That's me. Yep. Yes. That, that's me too. Very <laughs> much so me. <laughs> oh, no, it's, nice. it's well, late. Time for bed. Time for yeah, bed. Time, time to get. I got beauty sleep, man. You need your yeah. sleep. You need your sleep. It's important. I agree. <laughs> well, let's move on to the news this week. Uh, we were surprised with a little Treehouse Live 2020 action. Uh, they showed us some gameplay for Paper Mario, the Origami King, which I'm pretty sure I predicted was going to happen this last week, but I predicted it was going to be in the direct. Yeah, well, I'm assuming they did a Treehouse. Is, so. There was rumors of a direct, and my guess is yes, this is what they were thinking was going to be a direct. And you you said it was going to be a lot of Paper Mario. So well, No, there there is still a direct that's rumored for around the 20th. So that's oh, okay. still a separate thing. So maybe we won't have to worry so, about it. Maybe that'll be all new. Maybe, maybe we'll see. But this is releasing on July 17th. So those people who are excited for it can get it this week. Uh, they gave more details about the battle ring system, which when I watched it, the best way I could describe it is it's kind of taking a boss battle and turning it into a turn-based strategy minigame. Uh, so you have to rotate a circular board to position enemies in a specific way and there's air there's these arrows that you have to follow and if you get them correct or in the best possible spot you can get a damage boost uh and on top of that they said that you can find toads throughout the game and they're folded into a bunch of different origami shapes from things like butterflies and dogs and you unravel them with a hammer (laughs) so just pick yourself running around a game hitting butterflies and dogs with hammers i guess (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Mario also collects confetti, which you can fill in holes in the world. So they gave a, a little bit of some gameplay. Um, not as much as I thought they would, but maybe mm-hmm. we'll get more. Who knows? But it already looks like a really cool game. and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 
And then on top of that, they did say that they were going to reveal a game that they were working with the developer Way Forward to create. And that game is Bakugan Champions of Historia, which is based off of the Bakugan TV show and games or TV show and toys. Sorry. Uh, the players compete by sending massive creatures into battle and collecting Baku cores to land powerful attacks. And there's no release date for that yet. They just kind of showed the character running around the environment and a little bit of the battle, and that's it. Mm. But that's just a teaser much it for, for it. Me. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little taste of it. <laughs> yeah, well, Baku God. Kind of interested in uh, Paper Mario more than Baku Gan. I, I I don't know if I need that one, but. Uh, I, I definitely think both I'd like to get a little more information on, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know this week we're going to see a lot of stuff and we're going to probably talk about it with games coming out. But mm. I, I definitely am ready for some from Paper Mario. I've not played any of them. And I think it'd be kind of mm-hmm. cool to jump in on my first one on the Switch. Oh, nice. Yeah. Paper Mario is fantastical. I decided to skip this event um, because I'm going to just buy the game and I don't want to sort mm-hmm. of spoil it and kind of just, you know, sometimes there's like too much, you know, when there's sure. the, smash direct for 18 hours i was like i'm yeah. gonna do this with my buddy all my all my friends were like are you are you on this treehouse live i was like no i'm just gonna skip it because i'm i'm I, they're gonna show the game and i just want to wait for the game uh but I, I read this kotaku article which was which was called when nintendo fails to like set expectations because in the <laughs> tweet about treehouse live it's all like and we have a special guest from way forward which like way forward makes some fantastical games and then apparently like the internet freaked out. Like there were just like mm. thousands upon hundreds of thousands of like replies on this thing. Like, what is this? Is it new Metroid? Is it this? Like, what's going on? And then they had to reply back that it's like <laughs> based on a third party, third party like franchise. And like, everyone's like, oh, okay. Oh. And uh, yeah. like, yeah. Well, look at, look at Pokemon Unite too. Like they really built up the expectations yeah. for that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know the, the Bakugan. I don't know. I don't know the TV show at all. It was like if it's like Digimon or something. But the game looked pretty. It looked like a Pokemon game, pretty much. Yeah. That's what exactly. I thought too. I was. That's yeah. what I thought when I saw the character running around. I'm like, this is just another version of Pokemon. And, and I and so. I always thought that's kind of what it was. I mean, any Bakugan yeah. fans out there, I apologize, but that's always was my impression of it as well. I thought it was. Like a Digimon and a Pokemon and everything else, I thought it was anything just that ends more with of on. Like collecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just more collecting and training and raising for battles. So, I mean, yeah. Pokemon, Pokemon, basically. You, yeah, and, and I already have that. So, I mean, it, it, I don't. I it didn't do anything to show me that like this does it in a different, better way, right? So, if mm. if something comes out and yeah. they say that this is this is you know we took that basic premise and you know built on it okay I, i'm listening I, I i'm always down for a bigger better version of something but th- that was not that didn't do that for me yet so i don't know i just was like well yeah, okay cool big yeah. big game came out yeah <laughs> I, 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 we'll wait and see what happens uh, yeah but yeah you you all should be pretty excited about paper mario it, it's gonna be fantastical i can't yeah, wait for it so uh but you know we are around the corner. Christina just said there is a rumor direct, which will come out immediately after this podcast airs, which means we'll have nothing on it. And uh, we know so because uh, GameStop has this internal database of games, uh, which I know because I used to work at GameStop and there's you know games in a retail system because that's how you sell merchandise. Um, and and you know, GameStop's pretty uh, known for having this like binder of here are the games coming soon. And like every week, 
the the store manager like print out like auto prints out like here's all the upcoming games like put it in here and and on occasion there'll be like mystery skews that that get in there and they'll usually have like the end of the year or something like that and um two kind of crazy things are happening in the gamestop database one there's four switch games on the list that have um, the release date of end of year which is like what happens when it's something that is unknown or just you know someone someone knows at headquarters but you know or however it works but they have to enter some dummy data and then um they also received an email <laughs> from from corporate that says that on july 14th which will be a day before the podcast comes out which is two days after we record says that nintendo of america is performing maintenance on its retail integration search i don't even know what that means but that sounds like nintendo's like plugged in to it or something um this, that's <laughs> going to happen on july 14th so i don't know if those two things are connected or when this will occur but if it if the direct is on the 20th which would be the a monday um that is odd because they don't do directs on a monday my assumption is that the direct will be on the 16th because it 15th or 16th which will be like that it, it always happens on the day or the day after we put out the podcast and we're like oh why do we put out podcasts on on wednesdays and, and well, it's because <laughs> it's easy to record on the weekends yeah. but uh that that's my that's the scoop uh, scoop you heard it here first uh the direct is going to be on the 16th not the 20th and uh there's going to be 18 new games that's the Ooh. scoop there yeah that would mm-hmm. be amazing if that is all true i would love to, I would love to see 18 <laughs> new games out of nowhere not just 18 um, new games 18 60 games come on yeah mm-hmm. that's right yeah, we'll say i i i we we discussed it last week i am ready for a direct and i don't want it to be like we said with smash where every time leading up to the release of something we saw a smash and smash and more information here's more here's new character i don't want that for for paper mario i want to see what is the plan, whether it's coming out this year or pushing into the future or something. We didn't get anything for E3, obviously. We didn't really get any talks of like the the, the runway and the plan mm. for Nintendo. I need, I would love to see like, wh- okay, let's get excited about it. What are we getting? You had to have something planned for E3 before it was closed down. Like, yeah. where'd all those announcements go? <laughs> where'd all that news go? Like, we need to see a little something because a lot of people are talking how it's going to kind of be a dry remainder of the year. And uh, what are we getting? Like, what are we supposed to be playing? Yeah, and and they did say that nothing was really behind schedule or anything like that. So yeah. this seems like it was their plan the whole time. Like, what were they going to show? <laughs> Just nothing. Just nothing. Yeah. It was all going to be Just paper, paper Mario, Mario. When, they went, <laughs> when they went to E3. <laughs> yeah. Now we do have some game news on Pokemon Go. We haven't we've talked a little bit about it here and there, but this is actually a new update. And if you remember back to like the original Pokemon, you are a huge fan of Team Rocket. Well, yeah. now we've got Team Rocket joining the uh, Pokemon Go. I guess it's what Team rocket go i think that's what they were calling themselves in in pokemon go now but yeah something have, like that yeah jesse and james are now coming the originals are coming to pokemon go you can now battle them it's super exciting this was rumored back in may but as of july 9th it is official we now have them in addition to the team rocket hot air balloons you're going to see a floating meowth balloon kind of going around the map and then when you tap on that you get to battle 
both Jesse and James and their original team of Pokemon, which everybody knows and loves, loves like Ekans and Coffin and everybody else they brought to the party. So it's pretty exciting. If you really, really love Team Rock and you want to rep the two of the evil duo, you can put on your very own outfit to match them. I don't know why you would. They're terrible. You don't want to be on Team Rocket. You're supposed to be the good guy. But if you do want to rep them, you most certainly can with your very own Team Rocket outfit. Uh, I watched a little bit. I jumped in and I tried to play it and see if I could find them myself. All I could find was the Team Rocket Go battles. So I didn't get to see any Meowth Hot Air Balloons, but I did watch a video and the battle looks like a lot of fun. A lot's changed. I mean, I haven't played Pokemon Go in quite a bit, but these battles look pretty fun. I like sort of the interactivity and the way you handle the battles on Pokemon Go. So I may try to find them. I'm going to look for them and Mm. I want to do one of these battles and just test it out myself. But I'm excited. I'm, I think this is kind of cool. I like seeing how Pokemon Go is continuing to build on what it was when we first all went crazy for it. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, I, I think so. I love that they're incorporating just different lore into it and different yeah. things that spark my spark joy from my childhood. So uh, this is this is pretty cool. I, I watched some of the battles and watched the trailer and I'm like, I could definitely Maybe I'll boot it back up because it'd be quite fun just to see a little Meowth balloon like flying in. Like, oh, yeah. I'll get you. That's <laughs> cool. And you cool. played it for quite a bit, even even mm. past, like probably up to fairly recently, right? You were saying that people on campus were still kind of going around playing mm-hmm. it. And that's, I mean, it's cool that it still has this such a, just a giant following. Yeah. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. I know, right? Uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, it's going to keep going because, you know, People are still playing, like you said. So there's still promotion going on. There's new things going on. Now, the Pokemon Go Fest obviously didn't happen uh, and it messed up some schedules and it went virtual. Uh, but um, that doesn't mean that uh, Niantic and the Pokemon Company are done promoting this puppy. In fact, um, there's going to be a whole, there's a whole new trailer uh, commercial that, that you're going to see on TV. In fact, I just saw some uh, Animal Crossing commercials recently, which are very cute. Mm-hmm. So you're going to start seeing even more Pokemon Go um commercials and uh you can tell that they have lots of money because for a 30 or 15 second clip they decided to hire director ryan johnson uh Mm -hmm. he has directed uh, a few little movies like star wars the last jedi and knives out i don't know if you've heard Hmm. of those i haven't heard of them or star wars indie films smaller indie films yeah small mom and pop uh shop productions yep (laughs) Um, real low budget just you know in general and uh, yeah, it's a it's a really good commercial. <laughs> Actually, we'll link it into the into the show notes. But uh, apparently, Ryan is an avid Go player, and it was it's his first time ever like doing uh, doing a commercial direction. But it's really cool. Like you know, you you see like sort of a rip in the like, people are walking around like their house, and they see like in their backyard, they see like a rip from the. Um, like the corner of the wall or of the grass and they, they peel it back and behind it is, is, is like a Pokemon battle or like Eevee at your doorstep, you know, and cool. uh, talking about like the virtual fest 2020 and, and things like that. So that's happening July 25th and 26th. So um, if you want to participate in game and you, you know, now that you, you will see this commercial everywhere, you should probably redownload the game. In fact, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll. It's kind of cool that we all get in. to be a part of it now. Yeah. You know, it wasn't something I got to take part in because I, I think it was where where was it? Is it Chicago? Chicago that, that had it. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't yeah. been able to ever take part in it. So now it's kind of cool. It's open for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to go anywhere and, and get coronavirus. You can just stay mm-hmm. at home and 
socially distance with your Pokemon. I mean, that's that's how I want to socially distance is with Pokemon by Pokemon. my side. Absolutely. Yeah. Got to collect them all and catch them. I guess you got to catch them all. <laughs> you got to catch, catch them all. I keep, I'm yeah, in the collection because first. I'm just like, how much money do I give Nintendo? I was, I was packing up all my like and, and, uh, DS games and Switch games and, and like all these games. And it's like, they're just like peas and it's just like all these Pokemon games. You're like, how <laughs> many, so many Pokemon games. <sighs> gotta, gotta buy them all. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's the Pokemon Go Fest. Go get it. The last little bit of game news that we have this week is there is a free summer update for Overcooked 2. I don't think I've ever seen an update for Overcooked, but this one is called Suns Out Buns Out. Love it. I like it. (laughs) It's coming out this week on the 16th. It's going to feature two new chefs. I think one of them is a wolf, uh, which looks very cute. And it has various summer recipes, five new kitchens to cook in. A summer ce- summer celebration items like festivals and fireworks, which, you know, we love fireworks. New hazards to avoid and sauce dispensers are returning. So lots of fun little things to look forward to and Overcooked while you're social I mean, distancing with your family. <laughs> sun's out, buns out. How could you sun's go out, wrong with out. a title I like know. that? It's got to be fun. I know. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> so that does it for the news this week. Let's move on to the best sellers. The top 10. First is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Second, Minecraft. Third, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. Fourth is Defunct. Fifth, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Sixth is Thief Simulator again. This like pops up and then disappears so many times, but it's 90% off right now, so that explains why. Uh, Seventh is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Eighth is Minecraft Dungeons. Ninth, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics. Tenth, Star Wars Racer. And we have quite a few that are in the top 30 that were new this last week. In 22nd, we have Super Liminal, which we talked about last week. 27th is Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2, which I think you talked about last week, Michael. Yep. 28th is a game called Crosscode. And 30th is a game called Infinity, which I'm not familiar with either of those. They, I don't even think they were on our list of games coming out this past week. So they were mm-hmm. kind of surprises. But that does it for the bestsellers. Nice. I want that blood scene. That that one. Like, I, mean, I played the first yeah. one. And I beat it, and it was super good. So yeah, that's what I had mentioned, Mats. When when it, I I said that I gave it a check because I felt like we had to at least mention it because Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, the first one was very good. Even though we have a sort of bad taste in our mouth for you know the other one that came out, um, it, it was pretty much unanimous that Bloodstained Curse of the Moon was a good game. So that sequel is just built on top of that it's more of what everybody really liked and wanted yeah yeah it, it's you should just stick with those games just stick I'm, with that I have, yeah i have to Absolutely. imagine they don't t- take as long to produce and uh they're pretty fancy and if you know they're like what you know five ten bucks or whatever pretty good yeah. i also want star wars razor so many games on this list that i just want I want star wars racers i want the bloodstained uh, I want SpongeBob. No, SpongeBob um, SquarePants battle for Kitty Bob. Apparently, Obviously. a lot of people want them. I know. <laughs> like I was I talking mean. to somebody, and they have been playing it, and it's not somebody I would. It was like one of the guys I like work with, and he he's like, "Yeah, I've been playing SpongeBob SquarePants battle for Bikini Bottom." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "It's actually good." <laughs> like, okay, whatever, man. So yeah, he he likes it a lot. So I guess it, I guess it's just a fun kooky uh platformer if you're a big spongebob squarepants fan it's very uh it's it he, he was saying that if you're a fan of of the cartoon you'll like this because it's very well done so i guess that's mm. a good thing it didn't take you know the the 
the IP and kind of like make a cheesy game off of. He says it's a good game based on something that if you are a fan of, you'll probably be a fan of the game. Very similar to a South Park, you know, how they just make great mm. games based around a, a really fun uh, cartoon. So, hmm. yeah, maybe it's good. I don't know. I Not not for me, though. <laughs> I'm going to request a key. So yeah, get I a request key, a key. So it's for, for, <laughs> for Steam. It's for Steam, yeah. at least. We'll see if we get that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that gets us to new releases we're into this week. And we have quite a few checks. So Mots is kicking it off with the first. So I decided to pick out, to kick it off, a story of seasons, which is Harvest Moon, basically. Uh, Friends of Mineral Town. Uh, this is a $50 game, which is expensive, but it is Harvest Moon. Uh, and Harvest Moon is similar to Animal Crossing, but completely different. And... Harvest Moon has been around for a long, long time. I believe SNES was maybe the first uh, Harvest Moon. I want to say I owned it. Um, my favorite, favorite was Harvest Moon 64. But um, Harvest Moon, the idea is that you um, uh, overtake a, a farm, um, basically, from your, your grandparents. Usually that's how it goes, or your parents or whatever. And you decide, are you, um, who are you uh, in, in general? Like this, you know, you know, who are you going to play as this little character? And you're, you know, farm is in shambles so you have to clean it all up and then you you farm you you plant stuff you do stuff and it's grown more than that because the idea is that there's like your your character you know can can get married and fall in love and you're you're you're, you're getting cattle and and all sorts of different animals and livestock and fruits and veggies and all this stuff um and this is sort of um just another game you can fall in love there's stuff to explore you know it's it's a big 3d adventure it's basically like any farming game that you've ever played in the last mm -hmm. ever basically Pretty but i said like to put a, a stardew yeah. yeah sounds so familiar it's very familiar i mean <laughs> yeah. so i think like i think what happened with harvest moon is harvest moon like had this huge peak where it was like super iconic but then they would start putting out like the same exact game just themed differently and then um when um stardew came out it was like hey let's just go back to the roots uh that was obviously highly inspired by harvest moon and games of its sort but then took it like just above and beyond into a billion things right mm -hmm. um so most likely you should probably just go buy stardew valley but if you already own it and you're like you know what i want to do more is farm mm -hmm. now you can farm in 3d so boom not with friends but by yourself so yeah it was, I mean, it was definitely, like you said, it was a hugely popular series. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now you get more of that. And I think the creator of Stardew had even said that, like, this was a huge influence. Horace Moon was a huge influence for Stardew Valley. So it makes mm -hmm. sense that those are very similar. Um, but I think, you know, My Time, My Porsche, Stardew Valley, this, they're all, if you like that genre, if you like that sort of game, then you would most likely love this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and look, it looks better than the other Harvest Moon games that had come out too. Like there's, there was a Light of Hope special edition, which sort of looked like a mobile esque game kind of. In oh. there, you know, there's some other um, Story of Seasons games that also came out. This is sort of like a hybrid of the of the two in a way. So, mm. um, yeah, it's, it's just um, this one looks. I, I picked it because it, it looked more familiar to Harvest Moon 64, uh, which mm -hmm. I really, really appreciated. I just like to, you know, pull up some carrots. That's what I like to do in my spare time. <laughs> it's nice and relaxing. Of the, of the Harvest Moon games, I think I played the GameCube Wonderful Life version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that. I think that's that. what and I that's, did as well, yeah. 
Yeah. And I think Stardew Valley is so much like that one that I don't think anything can probably top either of those for me personally. <laughs> yeah. Because even like when I'm playing my time in Porsche the whole time, I'm just thinking like, oh, I wish it was more like uh, Star- or Harvest Moon or whatever. Speaking of Stardew Valley, there uh, there's news that there's supposed to be more coming out for that as well. So we're going to get more content on that. Yeah, I did see that, that, that there was some rumors kind of popping around. But mm-hmm. I haven't even played since the last update came out. So I'm waiting a really long time. And then I'm hoping mm-hmm. I'll go into Stardew Valley and it'll be a whole new game. <laughs> yeah, it'll be all yeah. new. Yeah. So the next game that is checked, I checked. It's on July 16th called Never Song. It's an a- adventure action puzzle game with a bit of a Tim Burton-y vibe. Um, and then the description says, Upon waking from a coma, Pete's girlfriend is nowhere to be found. Investigate the screams coming from the heart of Neverwood, the increasingly bizarre behavior of the zombie grown-ups, and the strange truth about Pete's past in this hauntingly dreamlike fable. Uh, now, if you're anything like me and you hear zombie, you're like, ugh, enough with the zombie stuff. But it doesn't really, it's not like your typical sort of zombie game that you think of. It's its more of the... like action adventure puzzle stuff as opposed to like a zombie shooter game so i thought it looked really cool and for 15 dollars, it looks like it's it's a pretty good game nice something a little different still zombies but a different take on it yeah yeah that's that's i don't don't mind that like you said though i am i'm sick of the you know run and gun zombie game but i do like the idea that this is i I like the it's got a mix of the puzzles and all of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. all in one just gives it a new feel yeah, I and like it, it's beautiful. It looks beautiful. Like the lighting in it is very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminded me of a few games that we played in the past um, that we've talked about. These these seem to be your vibe, Christina. So um, yeah, I have a type. <laughs> you do have a type. You do have a type. I have a type too, which is a twin six shooter. Because hashtag fun time is totally on my list for fifteen dollars. Hello, it's basically <laughs> Geometry Wars, 50 levels with an awesome trailer that is really funny. And that's how I found out that it was hashtag fun time, not pound or sharp fun time. It's the best. It's you can explode everything and you can have upgrades and there's there's um, modes and there's things and there's shapes. And uh, the fun thing about this is that they decided to use uh, a color scheme where you can change your it's a top down twin six shooter where your ship can change between four different colors and you become immune, which is kind of like Ikaruga, 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 however you pronounce it. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite um, shmups uh, of the day is very, very calm, very hard, which is also on the switch, which I own. Um, but like, you know, there's enemies coming at you or lasers that are specific colors and you have to swap your ship's color to be able to go through them instead of blowing up or things like that. It reminds me of geometry wars and it's one of my favorite twin six shooters of all time. And, um, you know, there's leaderboards They're They're very excited. They're like, they're like, like, and there's leaderboards. They're like, and you can get on them by figuring out our super over the top, really complex scoring system that you'll have to ask your parents how it works. Um, just pretty, pretty funny. Um, the, the publisher's name is the quantum astrophysicists guild, which I think is also entertaining. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the, the trailer was really, enter- it was pretty entertaining. It had me, had me pulled in. So this one is on my list because I love a good twin six shooter of, uh, of, uh, the day. And I like shooting geometry. So boom, I'm in. Awesome. The last one, the, the one that I checked is the heavy hitter 
for the week, July 17th, Paper Mario, the Origami King. We've talked about it a bunch already, so everybody knows what's coming and what they can expect. But I think that was the one that really stood out to me. Full price game, as we would assume. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check this out. We, we have been talking about it quite a bit, haven't played any of them. I'm ready to try one, and I can think of no better place to play it than on my nice, shiny Switch. Nice. Same. Sweet. That gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing? Christina, you have big news. I want to hear it. <laughs> so I finished Bioshock Infinite. I finished the main game. Um, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. The story, it, it's it, it's hard for me to say how much I loved it and how excited I was when like I started figuring things out without giving anything away because I know, Michael, you are going to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to be jumping but back it's, into it. It's a bit of a mind bender, but okay. not so much that it like deters you away from the story. They they have a, a like a perfect balance there. Um, but what I think has made me appreciate the game even more, not just Infinite, but also the original game, is the Burial at Sea DLC. I started that and I just started part one. There's two parts and it's basically the new game, but in Rapture which mm-hmm. takes the, that's where I the like first that. game takes place and it's and it's before anything is destroyed or anything is messed up really so so is I, this <laughs> is it awesome to go back it, it, okay so i'm trying to think like the way they do it you play the first game it's in rapture you play the second game it's in rapture you play this third game and it sort of seems and i don't think it's a, a spoiler but the timelines of the first and second are make a lot of sense it's one then the other Infinite sort of is in this alternate universe, at least that was how it was initially discussed. And there are elements of like that go on that kind of bring those two back together. And would you say that the way they did this with the DLC, it makes that story like more interesting or do you think that you wish that was kind of inner like more of the game does it seem like they added that as a band-aid because people were confused or does it build on it and kind of make it a better game no i think because of what they did in infinite and how they described the um infinite universe type things Mm -hmm. that burial at sea is almost its own separate thing okay it's a separate story and it's good like it it helps the story no it's good Well, it's its nice. own story. Okay. It, it doesn't really connect. The only connection you have is that it takes place in Rapture. Okay. But it's a different timeline. It's like as if Rapture wasn't destroyed mm-hmm. and it's still like cool. kind of in its prime. Yeah, you get to see people like in the shops and in a club. And, like and my that. favorite character from the first game, Cohen, is there. And he, uh, it's it's just really cool to go back and actually see Rapture in its prime. It's very cool. It's kind of like, the great Gatsby and but steampunk and it's just mm-hmm. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But what I like the most about it is because the first game, I mean, it, it was a while ago, so the graphics weren't the best, aren't the best anymore, but it's built in the same sort of way that infinite was built. So you go back and you get to see rapture through this whole, these whole new eyes basically. And it's just gorgeous. Nice. You get to do everything you could do in Infinite, but you get to do it now in Rapture. And mm-hmm. so a lot of the things that I liked about the third game and even the second game, I get to go back to the first game and kind of use all over again, um, which is very cool. 
And I like I like how they did it. I'm glad that they didn't make it a separate game. I'm glad that it's sort of DLC because as Michael, you told me, and I had no idea, but apparently there is a whole new Bioshock game that they're working on, like a fourth game. Yep. So, and it's supposed to apparently be something totally different, kind of like what they did with Infinite. It didn't really take place in Rapture or anything like that. So I'm just, I'm after playing through the series, I'm so excited to see what they do next. <laughs> I did when when you were playing this, I had realized, oh, I haven't heard a lot of Bioshock news in quite a while. So I yeah. looked into it a little bit and I was very happy to see that a Bioshock 4 was announced and that it is has been in development for a, a bit. So we probably will be seeing some actual official st- like more update on that soon. And uh, one can only hope that it will also be the Switch. But no matter what, I will, am very excited for more Bioshock. I was a huge fan of this series. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to pick up the collection and play through them all again, especially with the DLC. Because I didn't, when I had Infinite, there was no DLC. So I had no idea. I made yeah. it about halfway through Infinite, I think. And for whatever reason, kind of went off and played other stuff. And now I'm super excited to kind of get back into it, play them all again on my Switch, because now I can do it anywhere. And I have DLC to look forward to. It's just, I'm so excited for that. And I would I would go as far as to say, like my as far as order of my favorites, Bioshock 1 is my favorite. Um, the DLC so far, because I haven't finished it, the DLC for Infinite is number two. Three is Bioshock Infinite, and then four fourth would be the bioshock 2 okay at the moment we'll see if that changes when i finish playing the dlc but that's kind of where it's at right now and is it two parts for the dlc three parts four Mm -hmm. parts how many parts two it's two parts it's two Two parts parts. and then there's another like dlc they have where you can compete and go on leaderboards that's not something i personally like so i'm not even going to do it yeah um but just the burial at sea i would say is definitely worth playing through and have you got a sense of how long the additional DLC is for part one? Mm-mm. I have no idea. I haven't even looked it up. Yeah. How, how long Not have sure. you been playing it so far, do you think? Mm, maybe like two or three hours. Okay, which isn't bad. But I'm the type... I think you beat the game in what, like 20? Less than that. Probably like 15 to 16 hours. Okay, so I mean... Already yeah. two to three is pretty substantial for the game being, yeah. you know, 15 or 16. And I'm also, I'm also the type of person where I will like nitpick and go look through every trash can and try to well, yeah, get on top of like roof areas to see if there's any secret things like that. I'm just not like breezing through it. I'm taking my time because I absolutely love it and want it to last as long as possible. <laughs> yeah. With a game like this, the story and the atmosphere is, is just as important as everything else. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to do a speed run. So I I think you and I would be playing that very similar. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. What about you guys? Well, for me, I have just been playing. I haven't played a lot of anything. I When I do play, I have been playing a little bit of Trine. Uh, still, still just working through the first one of those. Still enjoying it. I took a couple screenshots because the game, very just it's, for a side scroll platformer, it's it's just beautiful. The atmosphere that's built around it, the lighting, and the it's just it's really a beautiful game. Uh, looks really really nice on handheld, and it just it can be frustrating because it is getting harder. There's a little bit more mechanics that have been built and brought on and that have expanded. And as you play through, you can kind of upgrade your character a little bit. Some some minor role. RPG elements in there where you can kind of build on your character's abilities. So 
initially you can start by building like like the wizard has the option to to create a, a block and you can jump on that block and jump onto something higher. But now I can build a block and two platforms. And and so you have to start thinking like, okay, do I need the wizard right now to get me up there? Or can I get up there with the grappling hook of the thief? Or how, like, what, what do I need to do? Do I need the knight to smash something to get to a certain spot? It's, it's very cool. And I like that they kind of make you switch through characters. So you don't just have a favorite that can do everything. Um, right now I have, my thief has the ability to shoot fire arrows and I use those fire arrows cause you get into a lot of spots that are very dark and the fire arrow can ignite a torch that's hanging on the wall somewhere and that lights the area. So it's, if you decide to just go through without using your thief, maybe I only like my wizard, you're going to be at a deficit, most likely die because it doesn't take a lot to kill a character. And if you kill all three of them, you have to go back to whatever safe spot you were at last if you kill two of them and hit, hit hit the next check spot, the other two just res and you're you're fine. You keep on going the way you were. So it's been pretty fun. I'm really enjoying it. I also did play a little bit more Animal Crossing. We had the fishing tournament yesterday, which I missed, but it happened again. Oh no, I didn't oh. know it happened. Yeah, it happened oh. yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess if you missed it, it's all the same stuff. So you don't get new. Um, like oh. award rewards for for doing it you won't get new trophies you don't get new coolers or anything like that if from what i've seen it's all the same things you would have already gotten so my guess is they do it oh. four times a year and maybe this year like those are the rewards and then maybe next year we'll get all new stuff but i, I wasn't interested in getting just more of the same i wanted new stuff but uh yeah so i i've been just kind of trying to get back into the swing of things, cleaning up my island, a lot of weeds still, um, and just just generally just trying to enjoy it and doing a little bit of the diving and collecting and getting stuff in my my museum. It's my favorite part of the whole game is just grabbing <laughs> stuff for the museum at this point. I need to get back into doing that. I probably will now that I'm just playing the DLC. I can like switch back and forth maybe a little more often, but Man, I really wanted to get a gold trophy, and I didn't get that during the last last fish, fishing tournament. So, well, you'll have another Darn, chance I'm, in the I'm fall. Bummed I missed it. Yeah, and it would be awesome. I I don't know how much the seasons affect things. Like, I haven't played this game enough. To, do we get snow? Will the water be frozen? You know, like ice what, fishing. Like what, <laughs> yeah, like will we get ice fishing? Like, I I, I don't I don't know how. I'm not familiar enough with Animal Crossing, so I think it's going to be very fresh to me when we get into those seasons, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm really most looking forward to. And summer, in general, in life, is like when I play the least amount of games just because there's so much other stuff to do. So I'm not killing myself to play it. I just like to jump in, and you know, it's 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 a very casual pace now. I can just jump in there. Yeah. I sell some stuff. I move some my flowers around, which are just completely overtaken the entire island at this point um i don't even know what to do with them anymore it's it's such a mess i i honestly don't even know what to do with it any longer like i'm just i have so many flowers i don't know but i do have some new colors so i can check off a few more colors like they are spawning new colors so i think i'm almost done with all the colors that i need but yeah it's it it can almost be it's there is a point when you have too many flowers, and I'm I am at that point. <laughs> but uh, so <laughs> I don't know. Just have bats come over; he'll dig them all up. For yeah, you. I'm gonna. That's I might right. have to because I <laughs> honestly I could have many people come over. I half of my island is covered in flowers. 
I love it. I love it. I mean, that means you're doing something right. It's, it's, it's probably, it's probably smells really good on your Island. It's beautiful. I mean, this could be a tourist (laughs) attraction. I mean, people go to, where where is it where the tulip fields are? Is that, um, I don't know. Is that California somewhere? No, no. I'm saying like in other parts of the world, is it, Denmark? Oh. Uh, I don't know. Mm, I, I, I apologize if it, if it's if it's where you live that has the tulip fields, but um, it, I feel like that's what I'm actually creating now in Animal Crossing involuntarily. <laughs> like I am just making a an attraction for people are going to come. They're going to take beautiful Instagram photos, and then they're going to go back to their own island of misery because mine is just so beautiful with all the flowers. I, I may I should just organize them even more so it's just like. Just you're gonna fly in and see my island and be like, "What? There's nothing here but flowers." I think I think it's Holland. Holland, Holland. yes, yeah, where you have the tu- the farms full of tulips. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it. that's Those what I'm making. Dutch. That's what I am making. Uh, uh, I've been I've been taking sort of the a few weeks off from from the games. I'm going to jump back into Animal Crossing today to pick up some turnips and probably pluck all the weeds all over my island but uh i i've been testing on a new iphone uh that i got and i i re-downloaded super mario run a little little nice. game from nintendo been playing that quite a bit uh it is is an exceptional game and they've added tons of stuff to it like there's all these new modes that you can get now it's like a like a remix 99 and like all sorts of other stuff or, or remix 10 that's what it's called it's just like all these different modes uh that are brand new so you know they added all this stuff but there's like yeah all sorts of stuff that you can play there's like there's like this remix mode where like they recommend you like play with headphones on and like you can like play like with your favorite music and like all this stuff it's really crazy yeah there's like it's, it's like put spotify on like it'll like make tracks and stuff That's for cool. i don't know it's bananas so uh it's really fun too because i obviously had it on multiple devices i had it on uh ios and also on android and then i just reinstalled it and all my stuff was there like it just resynced everything which is crazy so um it's kind of cool to go back into it kind of like when you're saying okay you went back into pokemon go but like Mm -hmm. i just kind of went back into it and i'm just like wow like all my stuff is there and it's like fantastical and uh yeah anyways uh it's pretty cool. It's, it's it's a good game. There's yeah, Remix 10, Tour and Rally. So and they're running events and things are like things are still happening in the game, which is also kind of weird. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's strange <laughs> to me, I guess. But, you know, there is, you know, literally yesterday there was a notification about, you know, Bowser minion trophies that you can get in the game now, you know, so it's kind of like fascinating. Um, yeah. Wow. So it's cool that they're still plugging away with it. Yeah, it's uh, it's there. So, you know, there you go. There you go. Nice. That's, Some that's light playing. Some light playing. Collecting my well, coins. You've had and... a lot of other stuff going on. So, yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> sorts of good stuff. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. It's like moving out in real life. Because it's what <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have been playing. So yeah, there you go. Well, it's a. Uh, I'm excited for Bioshock now. Now I need to go play all these games again. You do, um, have so you played... I can actually have good conversations with you guys about it, instead of saying, "Guys, I love it. You should play it." <laughs> Matan, I don't remember. I know we we talked about it. Did, have Have you played any of them? I I, I don't I beat the first one. Oh, the first one. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're kind of in the same boat as me. I have not played the second. You you didn't play any of the third. So. I think we should definitely be picking that up and we'll all three will have a nice little 
chit chat about some Bioshock. We can do a special episode devoted just to Bioshock and then discussing, you know, things that'll happen next, like when spoiler the next game is related. Out. Yeah, yeah, then we could uh, yeah, okay. theorize yeah. about the fourth one. Sure. So, yeah, that would be fun. Did you say, Christina, that we should play the second one or should we skip the second one? Um, I would say it's not a bad game at all. It's still fun. It's just not it's my just favorite series. Favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's interesting. I mean, it gives you more of a story behind the little sisters and, you know, how they came to be. So it's kind of an interesting backstory for the first game. But mm. uh, yeah. Okay. Worth playing a, for sure. So would you say with the order they came out, is there a, is there a better order, much like Star Wars, where you can play them mm. to have a better story? Or should we play them in chronological fun. order? A machete order, if you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I think just play them in the order they came out, and, and oh. you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't we need to overanalyze the timeline okay. here, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think playing the infinite, and then you go to the DLC, then you go Bioshock 1, but only halfway, and then you jump into Bioshock 2 to get the other part of the story. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. That. Okay. Settle I, I was down. hoping for I was hoping for a little bit more no. than no, just play them the no. way they came out. Well, also too, if you did play the second game before the first one, I feel like it would almost be like stepping back because the thing with the first one is you're kind of limited on the game mechanics because mm-hmm. it was the first one done. It was a while ago. So if you played the second game and then you went back to the first one, you'd be like, What? Like, why can't yeah, I do I that? that That's be. stupid. So, and it might ruin the experience a little bit. So I would say just mm. play them in the order they came out. It'll probably be the best experience from from my personal, you know, gaming experience with it. I, yeah, I wouldn't change anything up or play through half of a game and jump around. <laughs> it makes it makes sense considering it's a game. So yes, you're you're gonna have different game mechanics that may yeah hurt or help the experience yeah. overall. Yeah. So I guess it does and, make sense chronologically. And even like going through the story, each game I played kind of helped me appreciate the first game even more. So, mm. and I think mm. that's really important to a successful series is you want to have that. You don't want to say, oh, this one was so much better than the other one. It mm. kind of helps you just appreciate the storytelling and the whole experience more. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I, I I definitely will be picking it up. I'm, I'm going to look at the store right now i mean i still have about 400 hours left of witcher that i need to get through that's so gonna take I'm, you years so yeah once i'm done <laughs> once i'm done playing all of witcher then then maybe i can uh i can get around to that all right well i got a lot of games to be playing and uh i hope that you all have a great sunday afternoon i'm really excited for the nintendo direct um in three days it's gonna announce 25 new games i hope that you all are too head to nintendo dispatch.com tweet at us do all the things Don't forget to tell your friends about the pod. And that's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch.